Today is the memorial of St. Jerome. St. Jerome was one of the four big doctors of the Western Church. Very famously translated the Bible into Latin, the Vulgate translation, as we call it, because Vulgate, that was the common language of the people. He made the Bible accessible to people. And what a great week to celebrate St. Jerome as we are working our way through what is undisputably the hardest book of the Bible to translate, the book of Job. There are over a hundred words in ancient Hebrew that are found in the book of Job that are not found anywhere else. So how would you like to have a translation assignment where a hundred words were not in the dictionary? I know that a few of our language majors can uh, relate to that. But Job is worth the struggle. It is considered one of the great works of literature, let alone one of the great works of wisdom. It is wrestling with one of the great questions of life. Today, we're not at the end of the book yet, so today is not a day so much to receive answers as much to live in the questions. Let us place our trust in God. Well, it's a little weird to admit this, but of my three favorite works of literature, of of fictional literature, two of the three are by authors who were very opposed to religion. And one of those favorite books I think is very appropriate to talk about today, Candide by Voltaire. Don't worry, it's only about 40 pages. You can read it in two hours when you have a rainy afternoon. Candide is a biting satire, written in response to the philosopher Leibniz, who was very optimistic, who said, God is loving, and so the world that we live in must be the best of all possible worlds. Everything that happens, happens for a reason that God has ordained. Candide was brought up, the character, he's the protagonist, He's an innocent who's brought up on this philosophy. And in 40 pages, he experiences more wars and pestilence, natural disasters, reversals of fortunes, injustice, swindle, you name it. There's more plot in a paragraph in Candide than there are in most thousand-page novels. And gosh, you just think, if this is the best of all possible worlds, I'd hate to imagine the worst. And my favorite example is Candide tells this satire. He tells it in a way that these tragedies actually start to sound funny. And so there's this character of the old lady who was born a princess, fell deeply in love, and then everything went wrong. She spends four pages telling about how her tragedy is worse than yours. You imagine the worst thing that could happen. She has you beat. And when you think it can't get worse, she tells you about the fact that she lost half of her backside when she was being protected by soldiers in a siege. Because they were told not to surrender, they decided that they would start to eat the people that they were saving. And so she has that as her ultimate example of my suffering is worse than yours. I'm glad at least one person's laughing. But... Candide is also filled with great insights about the human condition. And so the paragraph after the lady says that. She says, A hundred times have I thought of killing myself, but still I was fond of life. This ridiculous weakness is perhaps one of our most melancholy foibles. For can anything be more stupid than to be desirous of continually carrying a burden? 
which one has a good mind to throw down on the ground, to dread existence and yet preserve it? In a word, to caress the serpent that devours us till he has gnawed out our very heart. There are deep insights in human nature and candide, even if they cause us to be unsatisfied. The book of Job is another brilliant, insightful take on human tragedy. Job spends chapters and chapters and chapters with these so-called friends of his who try to explain that tragedy has only fallen Job. It would only happen if he had done something wrong. And they said, whether you know what's wrong or not, you just apologize to God and he'll take care of everything. And Job says, but I was not wrong. I have been upright. As angry and despairing as Job is at God, he continues to speak with God. And eventually, 42 chapters later, he finds some sort of satisfaction even if he doesn't receive a direct answer from God to his questions. We will all have moments of darkness in our life. Jesus Christ had to set his face like flint and begin his journey to Jerusalem. We need to keep in dialogue with God in those times. Because as we all know in this room, after every death, there will be a resurrection.